everyone and welcome to 10 out of 10 would recommend as you can hear i've been promoted to first chair and i'm doing the <laughs> intro <laughs> i'm doing the intro for today i'm gina and i'm here with my bezzy all day every day thank you it's your girl talani or tolly t depending on how you know me indeed and t how are you doing this week what's what's life saying for you oh my god i okay I, I know I keep somehow finding a way to make this podcast less about TV and more about therapy and the things I'm going through. <laughs> but <laughs> life is like punching me up a little bit. Like adulthood is kind of like, it has me by the neck. Like adulthood is really hard. I'm balancing a lot of things that like only grown up should be balancing. And I know I'm 31 and I know I'm meant to be a grown up, but I'm just not. Yeah, it's, it's I finding the exact same thing. And also what's really mad, I was speaking to my friend about this yesterday. Being that lockdown is a thing that is happening, it's continuing to happen because the pandemic is is, is pandemicking and it will continue. It sure it's is. so mad that we've like kind of put our lives on hold, but time is still going. Ticking. It, like time, it's still going. It's still moving. I don't really know what to do about this. Like I can't really, we can't do much, but also time is going to, it's stressing me out. I'm not ready. Do you know what it is? I'm, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm hoping do you know what? I was going to say something really stupid. Twenty twenty one is going to come and it's all going to be new, and it, but it's not. Like Corona's not going to be like, okay, happy new year. I'm out, hands. Sure, I've been here, win some things. I'm going. Have a nice life. See you later. It's not. It's just not. But yeah. I, I can't help but have some sort of hope yeah, that nice. it won't be gone, but we'll know what to do with it. Yeah, hopefully. I think. I think that's a really important uh, thing to to think because I've been, I'm not going to lie, I'm one of those people that gets really affected by it getting darker. Like when the clocks went back, wait, did they go back? Yeah, they went back. Yeah, went when back, the clocks yeah. went back and now you're waking up in darkness, you're finishing work and it's still darkness. You haven't left your room for the entire eight, nine hours that you've been working from home. And it's that's darkness. That's been really hard for me. But do you I know what's like been that. really good? It's been an excuse for me not to exercise. Because when I get up, I'm like, oh, it's too dark. I can't go for one. And by the time I'd finish my day to go for one, oh, it's too dark. I can't go for one. It just doesn't feel safe. <laughs> so I've just done nothing. I just, oh, it's too dark. I can't like, I can't do anything. But on good news in 2020, actually, I really want to talk about this with you because I think this yes. can be a resurgence of so many things. Okay. I've just seen that, um, John Well, please, this is big news, guys. Nothing to do with Netflix. Um, yeah. Nothing to do with television, but very important <laughs> for British culture. Okay. Woolworths is coming back in store on the high street. Thank what? you. That was the reaction I wanted. Woolworths I can't in, believe it. No, no. Who said that? Who said that? Woolworths said that? on Twitter. They said, we've got a few more legal things to do, but we are saving 2020 and we're going to be on the high street. Woolworths is coming back. You heard it here first, unless you also saw the Woolworths tweet. But you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> but you heard it here first. Hold on, yeah. wait a second. I'm mm-hmm. trying to understand because there are numerous businesses that are closing. You're telling me that Woolworths has just yeah. decided to... And we are in a recession, but still Woolworths can go through anything. My hope is this then means, oh, what does this mean if Woolworths comes back, Blockbusters come back... No, HMV is still going. Them, all of them, man. What does that mean for streaming <laughs> if all of that comes back? Huh? We haven't thought about that. We haven't thought about that. Let me tell you something. I would love streaming to continue because otherwise... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell my ass is going to do. <laughs> we won't be here no more. Don't you think it's insane though how we... I've actually lived in a world where I used to go to Blockbusters to get things to watch on TV and I'd have to have to... You'd have to have the magazines to be like, what's on tonight? What's mm-hmm. on? And you like mm-hmm. scroll through to see what's actually on and everybody watch the exact same thing at the exact same time. That's nuts to me. That, that does, doesn't happen anymore. 
the kids of today will never know. I, I sound like one of those people, like the kids of today, but that they, they will never know what that's like. They don't have that experience. Like there are some people who have only ever known like Netflix or streaming services. No, my nieces and nephews only know it. Also, okay, can you try this with your nieces and nephews? Because I saw this happen on TikTok, right? Yeah. Ask them to to mime how to like uh, mime being on the phone and see whether okay. they do do the your thumb at your ear and your uh, little finger at your mouth, or if they do like an iPhone. Ask them that. Okay, I'm going to try it. If they do the iPhone, they, they're out they're going to do an iPhone. They they're can go do back to their mums and dads straight away because that's disgusting. Because <laughs> that is not how a phone should hold. That is disgusting. If they we don't do have that. phones like that anymore. We don't have phones like that. No, we really don't. But yeah, they streaming websites is all they know. They know how to figure out. They know exactly what they're watching. Um, the other day they were around the weekend and they were like, "We've watched the whole of Fuller House." I'm like, "Get a job, Hans." Like, who, <laughs> who's watched? <laughs> watching the whole of Fuller House and they were so proud of themselves I'm like bruv you're so jobless <laughs> you mean your nieces and nephews they yeah like yes they're nine seven. and six so they can get a part time role <laughs> they could help you out they do you help me assistant? out exactly but like yeah streaming is all they know and I think it's really weird that that's such a weird thing for us now because that's really not how we were brought up and it's kind of come into a life and it's been part of our lives now I was saying to a friend the other day the fact that Netflix is a cultural saying now shows how insane it is like you genuinely mm-hmm. say oh yeah Netflix and chill even if you're not watching Netflix and you're yep. just chilling and doing naughty things like you still say <laughs> <laughs> it's been 84 years <laughs> it's been so long <laughs> Do you know how long it's been? Um, again, I don't know how appropriate this is. I was watching you, me and her on Netflix. And I, just, and I had to turn it off because I said, no, you know what? It's been too long. I don't need this excitement. This has to go. That. And is, know, that the, is that the show where it's the two, it's the couple and then they and they get a third and one? And then they get like, they get a third one. Yeah. But it gets a bit like saucy. And I was like, yeah, no, I can't do this now. I'm not in the right frame of mind. So I don't like rom-coms or anything like that. That's it's just not a bit of me. So yeah, it got a bit saucy and I couldn't watch it anymore. But there's a really good, I know you hate coupledom and happiness and love and all of that stuff. But there's another really good show on Netflix called Easy. And that, that you like a bit more because there's different couples every episode. And some couples be going mm. through shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, I, it's I, quite I, similar. Sorry, it's quite similar to Modern Love that was on, not Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I've seen a couple episodes of Easy and I did really like it but again I don't like anything that glorifies cheating and one of the episodes sorry to spoil there is a uh, someone that cheats on the man and I didn't like that I didn't like it at all is it glorifying cheating or is it actually yes. showing that people cheat I don't what, stop showing people cheating everybody should what stop people cheating do it. I hate it people do it all the time and it what hurts I like my, is, it hurts my feelings. I want us, <laughs> I, like. I want us to normalize women cheating in um, straight relationships. I think let's normalize it. Let's see it more on television. We don't see it enough. We don't. We don't. We don't. Because because we don't see it enough. Men think they're the only ones that can. Um, straight men think they're the only ones that can do it, and they're not. Mm. We all have access to cheating. We shouldn't. <laughs> we all have like, equal access to adultery. Equal That's access to need. adultery. You are not above us in this thing. We can all do it, and we do it better. <laughs> getting dark and also the t- it, time getting darker the days getting shorter we have a particularly dark title to speak about today in his house uh i you should know by now if you've been listening i am a certified chicken i'm scared of pretty much my own shadow i hate 
any scary films. Um, well, I don't hate horror. I love the storylines, but I'm just too terrified to get through most horrors. But we have an incredible horror today in his house. Uh, and we have director Remy Weeks with us today. Very excited to have him here. Uh, if you don't know what his house is about, his house is a conscientious horror that oh. I know. Look at me using words. You know what? Shout out to Adiemi Michael, <laughs> <laughs> the master of words. The master, the master of, words. of words. He really taught me about how to be doing that. That speech. Um, it's a conscient. I would say it's a conscientious horror about uh, two refugees that come to England or are given this house that is essentially haunted. It's got secrets. Uh, and underlying from that storyline, it's about, you know, grief, loss, all of these different things. But don't let me sell it to you. We've got Remy to sell it to you too. And we've got the trailer. So let's have a listen. Congratulations. You're being released as asylum seekers, not as citizens, not yet. You will be sent to a home of our choosing. You must not move from this address. We are good people. Whether or not you're good people, it's not me that needs convincing. It's a palace. This entire house is just for us. It's going to be nice. You're going to be happy. As long as you can get along, fit in, be one of the good ones. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Remy likes his own work, is into it. So I have, I have seen it all and... I screamed. Oh my God. So I, um, and this is like credit to you, to be honest, because after watching it, I voice note Gina. I was like, fuck this film, bruv, because that's how scared <laughs> I was. <laughs> like, and that is a compliment. Yeah. That is me giving you a compliment about how great the film is. I was like, oh my gosh, I've literally screamed a, more than one time. How are you doing this dark shit? How, how are you getting that in your head to create something so dark and so scary? I mean, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I hope, um, like, it's, it's a weird, uh, thing people ask me like why why are you doing that to me <laughs> i hope that you get more out of it than um being stressed the uh, f out like hopefully there's something else no it definitely was it definitely did. It, it felt like a conscious scary film yeah erica badu yeah oh my God. i'm so glad you brought her up because that is my queen of consciousness yes erica was speaking through this film right? I, I i could sense her the spirits were with her and all of that yeah. but it did it genuinely did it because it had like really jumpy moments in it and moments that did make you scream but then it did have moments that made you think because initially i was talking to Gina about this i assumed the scares would be from racism i'll be honest mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're going to get it. They've, they, they've come from another country. They've got accents. They've been put into this, like, estate, um, a house in a estate that doesn't look that great. And it really isn't, which is actually quite nice to see, to not see that. So it'd just be a scary film with black people. How would you describe yeah, it? Yeah, I, I guess that's, that's, a, that's a good description, a scary film with black people. Um, I, I, I tried, like, I don't know, racism is, is a real thing, but... There's this only so much credit I want to give white people to, I guess, our sense of self. Ooh. And like, I, I, I really wanted it to be about two people and, and them trying to, I guess, work through where they've come, to, where they come from and where they're going. And, and, and be that, that, that be the focus. I think you definitely did that. I, it's also interesting that, you know, as a black person watching it, or e- even if you're not, you don't have to be. I'm obviously black, so I was watching as well. What? Person, but 
Salani, <laughs> get out. You've been doing this for weeks and I just found out. <laughs> Surprise, everyone. But um, I think it's it's kind of, you kind of have to question yourself as to why you even made that assumption because there's no, you haven't actually said that this is what it's going to be about. But I guess because we're so used to in other in other things or scenarios, that being the case, like it being a story about racism. Yeah. It's funny that we wrote that onto your film. I wanted to um, ask you about your inspirations and where you're at stylistically um, with the film. It's reminiscent of like Ben Wheatley kind of work. Like it's okay. dark. It's a, <laughs> so Give us research us. TV words. <laughs> I know. Love to see it. <laughs> but yeah, tell us where you were at stylistically with the film and where you, where you were heading, what your aspirations were. Yeah, I always enjoy the cinema and the spectacle of the cinema and going and seeing exciting things and 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 going on a journey and going outside yourself. I do think when you're a fan of cinema, you do you can love it, but then you're also you always somewhat aware that the, the people inside the frame aren't up worlds away from the people you spend your life with and so that's always been a, a weird contrast and I think the films that I, the films that I want to make are pretty much the films that I aspired to or that I loved watching when I was younger it just so happens that the people inside the film are talking about themes that I, I connect to on a, on a personal in a personal way. Okay, so there was a bit of a personal journey and a personal thing to um, his house for you. Like, what what is that? What are your personal experiences of this sort of... Obviously, I assume no ghost has haunted you. Hopefully um, not. Hopefully <laughs> not. <laughs> um, but what is the personal story? <laughs> I mean, the personal side of it is, honestly, it's just coming up in London and having these conversations with your friend. Well, like, my friends are all from first, second, third generation immigrants and the, the conversations as to how much of yourself you want to assimilate in this country is either the subtext or the text of your conversations like how much do you keep and how much do you give give up how much do you want to give up and I, and, and I feel like that is the conversation that I'm, I'm trying to have through the film. That's really interesting about how much you give and how much you um, give because I was born here taken back to Nigeria and then brought back here so I lived in Nigeria for most of my formative years. Like my mum, like, yeah, I got sent back when I was about, I want to say sent back, like it was like, I got taken. Were you naughty? Oh, okay. No, but my mum didn't even give me a chance. I got sent back at one years old. She didn't even want to risk it. She was just like, you're going to go back now. You're going to form, like, because my mum was really big on us learning the language and all of that. And I always tell people when we first came to England, went back to England, I would, I would speak English to my mum, but she would tell us she doesn't understand. Mm. So I'd be like, oh, can I have ice cream? Mm. Like in English. And she'd be like, I don't understand English. Like, so it kind of forced us to speak Yoruba. So she kind of made sure we did not let go of that. So it was a weird world coming home and speaking this accent and making sure I was speaking the language, but then going to school and trying to have an accent, like a British person, trying to have a British person, um, accent. Because a bit in the film, and I don't think this um, ruins anything, where she's asking for directions, she says church instead of church. And like, you see like kids like laughing at her accent and kind of thing. And I kind of had a similar thing in school when... Um, the teacher kind of asked us like, oh, what did you get up to to do the summer holidays? I didn't even know why I lied because I didn't even do this. But I was like, I went to the bitch. <laughs> but I meant to say, <laughs> I meant to say the beach. So I was like, I went to the bitch. And the whole class was just like laughing at me. I was like, what are these people laughing at? Like, what's wrong with the bitch? Like, everyone goes to the bitch. <laughs> Not realising what like my little freshy self is saying. <laughs> and then so it is. it was weird kind of be like, okay, after that, I was like, okay, I need to learn this accent. I need to, I need to get in. I need to pronounce words how they pronounce words. I need to be 
a Londoner. And it's interesting how I, I probably, cause because I was so young, I gave so much of myself to London to become a Londoner. And when you watch his house, you see as a couple, they battle with that. I have a question actually, speaking of like uh, England and assimilation and all these things. I had a question about uh, visually how England is portrayed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I've, and please tell me if this is like purposeful or, you know, and it likely was, um, but England looks particularly bleak, I think, like particularly yeah. bleak in comparison to, you know, flashbacks, etc. cetera. Um, it yeah. just looks so, and I don't know whether this is like, speaks to, uh, uh, how like the, the dream or the idea of what England is 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 kind of like it's a massive letdown in reality or like what were you thinking of in terms of that visual aspect of what England looks like in England as a character? Honestly, like we definitely wasn't going trying to paint it as bleak at all. Where, um, when you were talking for locations, we wanted to to steer us closely to a place you would be placed if he was an asylum seeker, and so we picked Tilbury in Essex. And actually, one thing we liked about it was that it was relatively colourful. It, it has, like, blue buildings. Oh. <laughs> it's got blue buildings and green buildings and yellow buildings. And so actually, we were like, oh, this is a really colourful place. And so it, it's actually kind of surprising that when you film it, it's like, oh, wow, it's actually not as colourful as we, we thought it was. Um, it was definitely not... Uh, we definitely didn't go in thinking let's make the UK look grey and it wasn't on purpose that for us to make it feel big. We just um it's just that's how it was rendered as we as we, we were filming it. I would also say that what we liked about the location as well was that there wasn't anything particularly or overtly British about it, like the the image that Britain sends out to the world is in the image that you see in Tilbury. At, Tilbury actually has quite modernist, uh, I guess, 60s feel to it, and we, we really like that. And then I think for someone coming to the UK, it's not what you first imagine when when you get here no it definitely isn't because like because so, i was born here i told my sisters i was like oh white people don't poo and i was like i kind of <laughs> made out like the streets of uk was like i was young i just lied i didn't even remember it. i had no experiences I was one years old when i got taken back why did you keep lying i don't know <laughs> you're the problem child of last week that's why <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i made it like the uk was like paved with like gold like it was streets of amazingness and like you go into a house and you're like wait is this it because <laughs> you, you're used to something a lot bigger and it was like sorry what this is the whole house because it was like is this a boys quarters like what what, what? <laughs> like where's the rest of it <laughs> like it was, a, it was a really weird experience coming into the UK for the first time so in terms of like casting and um, how did that because woman in it is amazing she does a, such a great job in it how did that happen it was serendipitous like we were looking around for ages um, with the casting director, Carmen Cuba. And uh, I think, like, we were looking, after seeing lots and lots of people, a producer mentioned that Chopin was performing on stage at the time and that he needs, he should, def- they just seen him and that you have to bring him in. And around the same time, Wumi, who now lives in LA, just happened to be in the UK randomly. I think it was just to see family or something. Um, and so she had the window and we're like, oh, well, she has to come in and, and and try out. And so it happened that they both came in at the same time. So they, they both auditioned together and 
they were excellent and it was obvious that we had to make the film with them. Nice. Okay, so talk us through the process. How do you go from this random idea or this idea in your mind to yeah. what we now see, which is amazing, the photography oh, no. and all of that? <laughs> oh, God, do you have, how, many, how many hours do you have? <laughs> I, I, I want to hear it all. I'm aspiring. <laughs> We're trying to be like you. Thank you. That's, that's, that's very nice of you guys to say. Um, <laughs> the writing was relatively easy. Remy, this is your first film. Tell us what is next in terms of what's in the pipeline. <laughs> Are you going to go for another horror? Or, I mean, I don't want to pigeonhole you at all, but what, what's going on in that brain of yours? Let us know. Let us in. I, have, like, I honestly have no idea. Like I've just been spending um, lockdown reading reading books and reading, 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 and I still don't have a clue yet. What would you like me to make? <laughs> I call, I've got a great idea. <laughs> of course you bloody do, Talani. Great idea. <laughs> it's in the bum come world. It's just yeah. how I live. It's just, oh my gosh. But, because I feel like no one has explored the one come slash horror. Like Jennifer's body? Think Gone Girl, but more romance. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, like, I grew up watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right, see, we've got something here. Buffy and Angel. Like, they were the ultimate pairing. See, there's something in it. Did you always know that you were going to write a horror film? Did you always know that your first... Oh, right. I just don't understand how this comes about. How does one say, right, I'm going to make this scary film? I know. Well, you know, I say like I didn't know, but at the same time, like, my step-granddad would send me old little stories I used to write when I was like 10 years old and they're all like scary, scary stories. So obviously there's something about it that I like. But I, I like being scared. I like spooky, spooky stuff. I like Halloween. Oh, do you? You're a Halloween person. I'm a Halloween person. I love dressing up for Halloween. And I'm also a homosexual and the gays love Halloween. What's been your best outfit? Halloween costume, what we're talking, what's been the best one? I dressed up as Kylie Jenner in the Pepsi ad where she gives everyone a Pepsi. We have to see this. Can we, is there actually this on the internet anywhere? Did you actually dress up as Kendall Jenner? Yeah, I I, I wore wore similar costumes. I had um, a a Pepsi can. It was at a party. So like, it was like a big party and then it had little like racism cards that are just things that I could solve with my Pepsi can. I'm impressed. I really like the idea of it. That is such a good idea. More, more of us need to be dressing up as, I don't know, cultural moments, whether... Cultural whether moments, yeah. Yes. Yes. I yes, like I that that's a thing now, that to dress up as a cultural moment rather than like, I don't know, I was going to say Pikachu, but no one's ever dressed as Pikachu. I don't know why I was going to say Pikachu. <laughs> what, where was Pikachu even from? Where was Pikachu Pokemon. from? Pokemon. That's it. That's it. It's Pokemon. Pokemon. I don't know. Uh, I never watched Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> did you know? Did no, you know when you were younger? It. No, there really? were so many things that I just didn't in, like involve myself with when I was younger. And again, I don't know if it was kind of like maybe from not. But it was a phenomenon. I know, I know of it. She missed it. But sometimes <laughs> my friends would talk about something, and I'd be like, "Oh, what year was that?" And they'll be like, "Oh, don't you remember like 1995? I wasn't here yet." <laughs> Like, stop talking about things before I was in the UK. Like, I don't know that reference. There's no excuse for not having watched Harry Potter, though, Talani, so we'll get you on that. Wait, you have never watched Harry Potter? I have never watched um, one Harry Potter but film. But you've, no. you've read the books, though. Oh, absolutely not. not. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. Are you mad? Have you never watched the Harry Potter? Have you I ne- have never. Are you- <laughs> You are so disgusted with me. You said 
Are you mad? I, like that's like, but like, like what? Like I don't understand. Like everyone in a certain bracket of like age has watched Harry Potter or read it or done something Harry Potter. Not the new ones, but like the old ones. I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not that person. Are you one of the people who has made Harry Potter your personality? Like which, um, which, um, what the story what has. What house you belong in? See, I know stuff. Yeah. I, I'm a Slytherin. I'll apparently. Be, I mean, everyone says Gryffindor because they're the best. But I don't know. I heard Slytherins are the best. I, I think yeah, I, 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 Slytherin would say that. I, I heard. I heard Slytherins are the best. <laughs> I don't even know what it means, but I kind of. I feel like whatever it is, that's me. I don't. I don't. I don't get. I don't get dark arts from you. Oh, okay. You don't get Slytherin vibes from me. What vibes do I give then? What's the other homes? <laughs> no, we have to move on because you're embarrassing me. What other homes are there in Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that I don't know these things. Harry I'm Potter sorry. is so good though. Like, it's so good. Like, I, I like Harry Potter, man. It's great. It was great while it lasted. See, I, I had foresight. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> You knew. You I knew. I saw it coming. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't indulge in the first place. I saw it coming. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, this ain't going to be it. They'll see. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to quickly take it back to the back to the film because I wanted to ask you about a little bit more about your ambitions for the film, Remy. Uh, and, and again, back to that whole uh, visualisation aspect. Okay. How did you visualise the horror set pieces in terms of, it goes from like a sort of more lo-fi Brit indie vibe to full, (laughs) (laughs) don't laugh at me, Remy. It goes from, it goes from that to full on Del Toro fantasy. No, no, I never said budget. That's, that's on you. You (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it goes from that more indie vibe to full-on Del Toro fantasy, you know, and that's where, yeah. in my opinion, it ramps up, gets a little bit scarier. Uh, was that always your ambition, to have that crescendo yeah. into it? Yeah, because, like, I um, I just enjoy making cinema that takes you somewhere. Um, that, that's why you think you don't have something that you know, takes you somewhere new. And so, yeah, it was always my um, ambition. But uh, before making this film, I was part of a directing duo called tell no one um, with my friends from school we quite and like we were always doing like our thing was like we didn't have any money or resources but like we'd find ways to shoot something that feels very normal or even banal but then make it spectacular in some way or form like do some kind of really crazy or fun visual something so we've um, recognized that you love harry potter that's that's your thing and is halloween. there any and halloween yep. um, actually okay while we're on the topic of halloween what halloween films would you actually say are worth watching like what scary Ooh, films would good you say question. yeah yes. this is a halloween one let's, let's i would always start with scream oh old school okay okay whoa wow oh, i didn't say anything school? bad i said Yes, oh right? no, I'm old. Oh, I have. What? I'm old. I'm Is old. It's old? fine. <laughs> 90s, Drew Barrymore. It's old. Oh, no. I mean, I'm in my thirties, oh, so and I can say, I can admit that it's old. You know when people start saying like, "Who's Destiny's Child?" and you're like, "What?" No, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. No, I'm not. I'm never that person. It is disrespectful. But I mean, Screen. I think Screen is probably one of the first horror films I probably watch. If I'm honest, that's like number like number one. If you want like a, a fun. Halloween film. I would watch Scream. Um, what else? Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Even older. 
but it's a classic. Mm. Freddy Krueger, it's a classic. Yeah, no, that's a nice one. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. It's great. If you're thinking Nightmare on Elm Street was good, but it could be campier. It could be gayer. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. That it will give you everything you need. It's great. Um, what else? Oh, Sixth Sense. Oh, yes, I agree that. with that. I hard I've agree with that. you on that one. I hard agree yeah. with you on that one. M. Night Shyamalan. I always remember, because I remember Shyamalan. watching it. Shyamalan, that's so bad of me. Um, watching it in secondary school as part of English. <laughs> we did. No, really? We did, like, we did. That's what I say about it. What? I don't know why what? he did that to us. It was like, yeah, go on, watch this film. I think that was the last horror film that I watched because I was like, I'm done now. It was t- petrifying. It's, it's anything with kids as well, I always find. But then even at the start of his house, you see the doll. As soon as I saw that doll, I was like, oh, here we go. You were like, nope. Yeah, I was like, yeah, there we go. He's, I was like, maybe he's on some shit. He's put a doll in it in the first two minutes. But we're finished. Mate, I, it's not, um, I can't do it. <laughs> coming, come, my takeaway from this podcast is this was like the wrong film for you for you guys to be watching. No, we gen- I genuinely enjoyed that's it. Though. <laughs> it was scary, but I genuinely enjoyed it. I like to go out of my comfort zone. I'm a comer. Yes. And that where's I, that got yeah, where's that got me in life? I do like my one of my favourite films is another film. Actually I watched I watched this during English. Romeo plus Juliet. Romeo plus Juliet? As in Romeo Ca- I mean Romeo Juliet. Yeah. yeah, 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 but it's in in the posters. It's on that and it's like a plaque. Yeah, it's a oh, cool. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> it's black. Yeah, um, <laughs> is that the one? Is that the one that's got Leonardo DiCaprio in it? Yeah, Claudine. And um, what's his what's his name from Lost? Um, people oh, in drag. I can't remember his name. Yeah, Lucio. Romeo. Say the last dance. I mean, that's the classic. Say oh, another old school. But then, if you want to say the last dance as an adult that now knows what good movies are, because you realise that Julia Styles can't dance. She couldn't dance. She couldn't. No, she cannot. She couldn't. I was just like, how? No, she I- cannot. How did we love that? Why did how we love that? She? <laughs> like, how, how dare she? How dare she? We were like, yes, Julia. And we were like this. <laughs> she walked around the chair and thought she did something. And we made her believe she did something. And yeah, it's like, I thought she was doing she it as did. well. I was like, yeah, go on, Julia. Love she it. She did nothing. She did nothing. She, pure vibes. No, no, no with them. Just no with them, just vibes. But the, sound, the soundtrack was amazing. It was the amazing. It is amazing. And it's what introduced me to Casey and JoJo. It's not as hard as yep. Banger. That is the best song ever. Casey yep. and JoJo, Crazy Crazy. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. there's a great song on it that you can literally cannot find anywhere. It's by Kevin Edmonds, Thinking About Your Body Baby. It is such a good song, but it's not only, like, I can only listen to it on YouTube. And I have to watch the scene on from um, Save the Last Answer to actually listen to it. But would, oh. would, would recommend that song. It's a great song from... Also, early Kerry Washington performance. Yes, very oh, yeah. early. Wait, yeah. I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to see if she started doing a face from then. Did she have that face? That <laughs> I don't think she did. That, that's a scandal thing, bruv. That's a scandal thing. The... It's a scandal thing, for sure. Is she that, wasn't is doing that, it is, is, that, 
Is that Jenny, you face? know the face. You know the you face. Know the don't face don't don't you come know up the face. You know the Kelly Washington such, face. She, she is such a talented actor. No, she's brilliant, but she face. does the face. Amazing. Yes. But I don't think right. the face is to say the last dance. Uh, as if you're a poker face, which was yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, just like, like her lips are quivering, her teeth just goes over her mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't see that in with a glass of red wine. Goals, to be honest. Also, um, I was I wanted to quickly go back to your point, Remy, about um, this not being the right film for us because I've got I've uh, <laughs> I've got something to say about that, right? Um, about what? About this possibly not being the right film for us because we're well, I'm a scaredy cat. But something I will 100% say, and again, going back to your film being um, conscious, Erica Badu, Erica, but don't go through that door, don't enter the house. um, Is that I, even though I'm petrified of watching horror films, I genuinely find horror films, and I don't know if anybody else will relate to this, I like read or I won't watch like what was that really scary Midsummer, the Ariasta thing? Is it Ariasta? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I won't watch that, yeah, yeah. but I read everything about it because I think the storyline is amazing. And I felt the exact same way about his house. Like I was like, I think the storyline is so sick. It's incredible. It goes into lots of different mm-hmm. things. It's not just a one trip pony. It's doing look at all these different things. It's grief, loss, etc. Blah blah. blah. Uh, masculinity. Is, but I am just petrified when I see it on the screen yeah, yeah. because it's so scary. So um, yeah, I think there's a difference between people who like. I like, ah, oh, this is like gonna be really scary and be like, I'm down for that. Like I want yeah. to feel those feelings. And it's other people who are like, Nope. Like it's a no for me. Do you know what it is? I think scary films should be watched more than once. That's what it is. I think you watch it the first time to be scared. You haven't even watched time. it once. I watched it once. I watched the whole thing. Maybe. It's me that would chicken out. Gina. It's Gina. I, that... I watched the whole thing. I opened my eyes wide open. I screamed. I, but I'm going to watch it again because I think there was like things I didn't see because you just get scared. I would say watch it for Wumi and Chope at least because they're so good. And no, they're brilliant in it. Talented and brilliant people. No, definitely. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I put aside my fears. But I watch it in broad daylight. Like, I like to watch it in the yeah. morning. Do you know them ones that like, the witches are not alive yet? That, you know, demons that come out at night till night time. So I watch it during the day. <laughs> with, um, with the sound off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the subtitles and light. <laughs> Just vibes, no sound. <laughs> but thank you so much, Remy, for coming on. It's been so amazing to speak to you. So and nice. Would definitely ten out of ten would recommend his house. It's it's brilliant. It's scary, but there's so many like nuances and things that can be taken from it. And thanks for your work on that. It was it was great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, I'm feeling sufficiently scared. So what else? What else have we, have you been watching? What else is there on Netflix? Should I tell you what's what else is dropping this week? Has dropped this week. Let me know. Okay, I've got a good one for you. This is a great recommendation for you because you like love it, um, and it's getting like to a Christmas kind of thing. In fact. Before I talk about this title, let's talk about this. I think we're going to start having this debate now. When do you think is an acceptable time to start talking about Christmas? Because I'm about to give you a kind of Christmassy recommendation. Now, I think. I think now is a good time. Because now October. I've ready to start. Yeah, I've ready to start. It's like November is kind of a... I mean, we're not Americans, so we don't do Thanksgiving. So True. November kind of doesn't feel like an anything month. It's just a space between Christmas. Mm, like that's what mm. I think anyway November is just that we're waiting for Christmas now you know we're waiting to stop working mm. we're waiting for that good good long break when literally nobody emails because everybody leaves you alone because they respect the Lord's Day and I'm so grateful 
that people just leave you alone during the Christmas season. So I do oh, think from now on, from now on, I start watching Christmas films. And from now on, so I have a thing where <clears throat> Channel 5 do really bad Christmas films. Yeah. But like old school type Christmas films, like, you, you know, the vibe goes back to a country home, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. You know exactly what's going to happen in the first 10 minutes. And they mm-hmm. start showing it from around now. And I am hooked. Channel 5, afternoons. Okay, I'm jobless. I'm in it. <laughs> I am all in it. I'm watching the films. I'm getting involved. I absolutely love it. So I think now's a good time. Okay. I personally don't... Wow, I really feel like I'm um, miserable. Because I'm not a Be happy. Fan of what is wrong with you? I don't... Look, I don't love Christmas. But I, my my not loving Christmas is justified. Okay. okay. I don't mind Christmas films, etc. But... And I feel like other people will agree with me. The thing that I don't really like about Christmas is that you have to... Subs- in, Basically, you're sold this idea of Christmas and it's like you have to subscribe to that idea of Christmas in order for you to feel like you're having a good time. I don't have a big family. I don't have a a beautiful house. We don't have a... My Christmas is just me and my mum chilling, watching TV. My favourite day of the year is Boxing Day because it's basically Christmas, but everything is 70% off. <laughs> why not why not love boxing day but i've got a good i've got a good recommendation that cut that's come out this week it's called holiday i have a feeling that you're really gonna like this film so let's have a listen to the trailer we are right on target for q3 and i'm sorry can i uh, call you back mom i'm working that's what you wear to work i want you to meet someone this is a doctor and he's single she's much prettier with makeup i'm wearing makeup i am done casually dating on the holidays there's way too much pressure. It's ridiculous. Try being the only single person left in your family. Rodney said you didn't call him. You didn't call Rodney? Why didn't you call Rodney? Why didn't you call Rodney? Because I already have a boyfriend. Right, okay. Already, already, we've got the Christmas We know exactly kind of thing. what's going to happen. We've got, right, right, right. Um, so it stars Emma Roberts, you know, uh, she was also in Wild Child. Yes, yeah, so wait, um, sorry, can I just stop you there? So from the title alone, can I guess what's going to happen? You're going to tell me how Yeah, please, 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 okay. yeah, go on. Okay, so is she going to have some sort of family function or family Christmas dinner or whatever? Goes back home for Christmas. She's yeah. single. She's single? <laughs> you, wait, yeah, she's single. I, I haven't seen it. Her family are doing some sort of dinner or some sort of Christmas party, but she's without a date. Yeah. So then she meets a guy <laughs> and then tells him, oh, be my date. <laughs> and then they have to end the dinner and eventually end up liking each other at the end. And then happy Christmas to everyone. Okay, do you know what? That's kind of close. That is, that's yeah. really, really close. I think you've got 75% of the way there. Basically, okay. it starts off that way, yeah. So she has her Christmas uh, and she's the only single one there. And then he has his Christmas and he's the only single one there. No, he's with a, with a girl, but like they end, end or whatever. Um, and they meet each other in the line to return their Christmas presents at like a department oh, store. Okay. And then they each decide that, so it's not just about Christmas, I was kind of cheating, but they each decide that they'll be each other's dates for the big holidays of the year. So like Christmas, uh, New Year's, Halloween, Valentine's Day, all of that kind of stuff. And they do eventually fall in love. But it's a really nice film. Like, yeah, but it's, it's a really nice film. Yes, it has all the tropes in it. And, but oh, I'm, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, you do not need to sell that it. to me. I am all over that. <laughs> I am all, I am all over that. What? That, okay. Okay, now that it's Christmas time, we can start having like Baileys with like a, a, a hot chocolate. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, cannot yeah, wait yeah, to yeah, watch yeah, that yeah, with yeah. a like hot chocolate with a dash or two or three of Baileys in it and just oh. like watch. <laughs> You're so right. Okay, let's find let's find a good in the middle because you've watched Rebecca, which came out last week, haven't you? Yes, I have. Thoughts on that? How are we feeling? Was it be- as beautiful as people say? Would you say? I people said it was beautiful. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 
interesting. <laughs> Beautiful would not have been my chosen word. I just found it quite... So I watched... So because I thought it was going to be quite dark and scary, I watched dark and scary films in the morning. Yeah. I like the contrast of day and night. It just kind of doesn't make me feel as scared. Um, I watched it like in the morning sort of thing. I'm so jobless. I thought about watching things in the morning. I thought it was about like daytime television, but I watched it in the morning. And... um. I found it quite boring, if I'm honest. Really? Yeah, yeah. There were parts of it that was nice. I wanted more... If they were going to go for the horror, do more horror. But if it wasn't mm. going to be horror, then don't do horror. Do you know what I mean? There's only yeah, one scene that, that was like, oh, this is fine. It was when the grandma was like losing it a little bit. But aside from that, it's fine. So should we listen to the trailer of it? Just kind of give people the idea because I'm not selling it clearly. So here's the trailer to Rebecca. Stop it. The terror sees for guests only. Monsieur, the young lady will be joining me. What did you do? I'm a lady's companion. Maxim de Winter. His wife died last year in his entire need of company. I'm Monsieur de Winter. What are you doing? Now you'll see. This week, I'd like to never forget it. So with Rebecca, right, the whole thing of the story is, and I didn't know until earlier that I, when our producer told us that it's like a remake, I had no idea. Um, mm. So basically she marries someone who has an ex, whose ex-wife is, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have an ex. Um, God. <laughs> so she's married someone whose ex-wife has died. So she feels like she's living in the shadows of this ex-wife. And then she finds out more mm. dark things as we go along in the film that I will not spoil. Um yeah, it was just fine. Do you know what? That I don't know why I'm, this is not related at all, but it's just popped into my head. I would love to know your opinion about I'm thinking about ending things. Have you heard about that film? I think I saw, no, okay. I saw the trailer of that and I thought I would okay. like it because I thought it was similar to End of the Effing World. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not at all. Is it not at all? <laughs> the trailer kind no. of feels quite similar, no? It does, it definitely does because it's got that like kind of darkish kind of... I don't know, edgy vibe, but hmm. it's a film. It's, I just really want to know your opinion. Maybe we could talk about this on another episode because it's, I, I did not understand what the hell was going on. It, it's very scary. Anything that's got Tony Collette in it, I already know that I'm going to be petrified because she was in Hereditary. And I don't know if you've seen Hereditary, but no. that's like the really scary film that was also done by Ari Aster, where she's like, there's like demons in it and a girl gets her head like chopped off and all this crazy stuff. But, um, yeah, it, it it goes one way and then it goes a completely other way and like people's faces change and characters change and all yeah, this stuff. No. It's, it's a complete mind bet. I don't know if you like, mm. do you like those kind of films? Mm, no, no, no. Oh, really? Oh, no, okay. no, right, right, right. no. People's faces right. changing and heads bending. No, no, so like. No, 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 that's not, that's, that's the heads bending and it's not in thinking about it. Oh, okay, okay, then cool. Maybe yeah, I watch. I it think then. you should watch it. That one's that one's got good reviews. You should watch that one. Okay then. I can't believe it's not similar to End of the Earth in World. I thought it would be the exact same kind of thing. I have no idea why. It's very good. But, but I did really we... enjoy End of the Earth in World. So did I. Love, I, I love it. That. Oh, I wait. Both the seasons are now on Netflix now, right? Oh, is it all three? There's only two. Yeah, they're they're Isn't both they're both. both. The two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah. good. Fantastic. I absolutely Such a love good it. Series. Do you know? And who's the what's the name of the girl? Is it Naomi Aki? Naomi, no, God, I hope I get that name right. Yeah, I think it is Naomi Aki. That she's um, she's the new character in the second season, where and like she's really strange. And like at the end, wait, do you know who I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Know who you're talking yeah. About, yeah, 
I thought she was amazing. Yeah, like, so, 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 so That's good. And really sick. scary. It's weird because that is a perfect mix of scary but not scary in a theatre yeah. world. It's not scary. I think that's, that's a good bit. in the middle. Yeah, because there, there is like, because there's randomly bits of like sorrow and grief and sadness, but then mixing this kind of like normality of just getting on with it. Mm. I think that's a happy mix between um, Christmas movies and horror films. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Wow. In the earth and world, Max. What a mixed bag. So His House, yep. Holidays, yep. Rebecca, End of the effing world. Yep. I'm thinking of ending things. And easy. Oh, e- yeah. That's what I, I recommend I think easy is a good recommendation. Yeah. yeah. Those are my recommendations this week. Okay, out of those recommendations, which is your 10 out of 10 would recommend? End of the effing world. Okay. Yeah, end of the effing world. I think it's I think I think it's so, so good. Like I, I went to the premiere of the second season and oh, it was so sick. The premiere was so sick, right? So you get in there and they've done it. So it looks like you can, so you walk into this theater, um, to the cinema, but mm. they've set up as in like a convenience store or like Ooh. a corner shop and yeah. they encourage you to steal. Really? Yeah, but they got security guards in it. So they're like, oh, still stuff that like the security guards seeing. It was so, I took so, I was such a good thief. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that not surprise me at all? <laughs> but I absolutely love it. So much so I've got the, um, the soundtrack in a vinyl. That's how much really? I loved it. Yeah, really, really loved it. I, I don't know. There's it. things about me you don't know, did you say? So yeah. many things about me you don't know. What the hell is this? Can you hear that? Is that your phone? Yeah. Oh my God, I'm so sick of people talking to me. Please start that again. Just say there's things about me that you don't know. Yeah, there was so much about me you don't know, Gina. But I think that's a beautiful thing about this friendship, Talani, is that even after five years, we're still learning new things about each other. Oh my God, has it been five years? We are so cute. We are so cute. It has been five years. I know. So, so cute. I didn't like you when I first met you, but that's a conversation for another day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think we were both extremely uh, suspicious of each other. Oh, yes, yes. But I think it was that that thing of the new black girl in the office. But like I said, that's a conversation for another episode. This is it for this conversation of this episode. Um, So guys, (laughs) guys, thank you so much for listening to 10 out of 10 with Beck and Men. We hope you've got some films, some TV shows that you can watch and be sure to check out His House, which is out now. What am I missing, Gina? Uh, other than that, if you want to find us anywhere on the internet, you can find at Netflix UK across the interwebs, but on TikTok, we are on at Netflix. And if you want to find myself, you can find me on at SmileGina, that's G-E-N-A, not Gina, Gina, um, <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. And T, where can we find you and all your you stuff? find me everywhere at Tolly underscore T. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. Bye! Bye!